0: hey i'm emma hey i'm zoe and, and we're, we're roommates, roommates who read hello everyone welcome to episode 35 of roommates who read hey uh-huh. This week, we are continuing our SJM Theories um, episode, and we're getting a little more unhinged. This episode is going to just be a uh, chaotic theories. Yes. <laughs> as chaotic as we could find them. I actually added a theory after you oh, looked at the document last, and you. I don't want you to see it until oh, we get down there, because good. I read it, and I was like, what the fuck? And so I was like, I'm adding that in! Yeah. Uh, we did a lot of Reddit scoping, so thank you to the people of the internet for being... Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having your unhinged theories and putting them out there for people to hear. Some of them I, I don't like. Yeah, I don't know how I don't know how much we'll have to say about some of them, but I just need other people to hear them. <laughs> like I read it, so you need to hear it. Like the one that I just sent you? Yes. And the one I typed? I don't know about the one you typed. It's one of the ones that you just need to hear. Okay. I believe you. Anyways. What are we drinking this week, bartender Emma? We are drinking Burst Your Bubble, about um maybe some of your unhinged theories. Aww. But this is essentially just a French 75, Uh, but we did vodka instead of gin. I know we're big gr- gin girls, but... Um, I was just feeling vodka today. Yeah, I don't you know were why. anti-gin. I was a little bit surprised. i had a lot of vodka this weekend. I think it just felt right. <laughs> the recipe is an ounce of vodka or gin. Uh, Half an ounce of lemon juice, three ounces of champagne, and an ounce of simple syrup. The champagne, you don't really need to measure. It's more of a to taste. Actually, I think it's Prosecco. (laughs) (laughs) A sparkling wine of your choice, I guess. I'm cultured. bold claim. <laughs> True. What are you reading this week, Miss Culture? <laughs> um, I am going to start Lessons in Chemistry by Bonnie Garmis. Uh, it's been on my TBR for a long time. My grandma actually was the one who told me about it. And she read it and she was like, You need to read this. Like it just would fit so well for you. And I think you would really enjoy it. And then my mom read it, and then my other grandma read it. And so now I borrowed it from my mom and I'm gonna start it later. It was Barnes & Noble's Book of the Year last year. It was. What are you reading? Thank you for asking. (laughs) Like you? I'm still reading Consider Me by Becca Mack. Do you Um, like it? Mostly, yeah. I mean, it's cringy a little bit, but, like, it's also a book talk popular hockey romance, so, like, you're not getting the highest quality of work. The cover (laughs) gets me. Oh, I know. It's Um, one of those specific romance covers. One of the things that is kind of bothering me about it is it's one of those books where, like, the female love interest is just so petite. She's just so petite. She's so small and petite. And I'm like, oh my god. But she, she's she got a slender waist with the perfect ass, but she's so petite everywhere else. And I'm just like, kill me, please, for the love of god. And this is why representation in books is important. Yeah, <laughs> it's true uh announcement for the people of this podcast we this is gonna be our last podcast for a little while we're going on a little bit of a hiatus so he has um exams coming up womp, womp. Uh, so we're gonna be taking a break for a little while but we'll put out some episodes in the summer and then go from there in our post-move era in our divorce era yeah but yeah so this would be our last podcast for a little while two weeks maybe three weeks yeah we'll see we'll see how your horses listen to some old episodes you'll be fine we've got like what 35 yeah that's wild yeah okay we're not flowless for this episode but there's only one bullet point in the flow unhinged yep (laughs) shall we roll do we want to just alternate reading these yeah i'd actually really like you to start though because this first one um I've got questions, okay. and I think that you are more prepped for this one. Some of these got cut from last week's episode because they were a borderline unhinged, so these are the ones that got cut. Um, but this is that the Illyrians are a result of fae and demon breeding. Okay. So, my understanding, again, most of these are not my theories. These are ones that I've curated from the internet. Yeah, I don't think any of these are. Ours. Um, but some people think that because the, like, portals were opened, or, like, the- the realms were open to each other that the princes of hell bred slept with married i don't know integrated themselves into Parthian society impregnated the thing yeah and the result of that uh combination gave us the illyrians because the illyrians have leathery wings and there's that scene in crescent city where hunt is talking to apollyon and hunt is like he heard the flap or like the rustle of leathery wings I don't like that you called it a flap. I don't know why. It just... <laughs> flap wings. Yeah, I don't like that. Okay. Well, that's the theory. Yeah. Thoughts? I, I don't know. I kind of like it. But here's the thing. Well, I guess... I guess if they just created their own race of people, it would continue. Yeah. Okay. Mm, yeah, I mean... It's meh for me. Yeah. And I don't think we know a ton about the people, like the demon's magic, like the princes of hell's magic. So that might also explain why the Illyrians have like sporadic magic. I don't know how likely it would be, but it could be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. It seems kind of tangential to the plot though, so I don't know if it's a theory she actually would have come up, you know, like put into the book. Yeah. The next one Mm -hmm. is that um, Valeris slash Prithian is hell. Yeah. Because when Bryce is like jumping through the portal. Mm -hmm. At the end of Crescent City 2, she's trying to go to hell to uh, meet with Aedas, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's why when she lands in Prithian, she's asking Asriel to speak to Prince Aedas. Yeah, and she's like, I didn't think hell would have trees. (laughs) So there's a theory that Bryce did go to hell, and it's just Prithian. Uh, I don't know if we mentioned this in the last episode, but Sophie's last words before she was like pushed overboard were go to hell. And so, if you remember at the end of the epilogue, when right before Lydia and the hind, or Lydia is the hind, <laughs> right Lydia now. and the hind, yes, yes. both of them, her <laughs> dual personalities, and mordok are about to push Sophie into the water. Sophie says go to hell. And maybe some, that's not the epilogue, that's oh, the, prologue. the prologue. I that, was like, words. I was like, where's Ethan coming into this? Words. Um, yeah, Sophie says go to hell, and that's more of, like, a warning rather than, like, a fuck you to Lydia and Mordock. But, yeah, when Bryce tries to go to hell, she ends up in Corinthian. Did Sophie... Hold on. Did Sophie know that Lydia was Agent Daybreak? No. Like, okay, I'm just wondering. Because if she did, it would make it seem more well, like a... Actually, yeah, that's true. But I don't know if she did. Because... Obviously, Cormac didn't know. No. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because she can't really warn her. Yeah, it's not like she could be like, Yo, go to hell! Yeah. If she actually thinks that she's a bad guy trying to kill her, she wouldn't that's say that. True. if it would. That's but, true. So I guess it's interesting how much Sophie knows. Yeah. I don't think that Prithian is hell. I think Bryce just went through the wrong gate. <laughs> I think, though, I have seen a couple TikToks talking about, like, the implications of it, and, like, I'll not, like, real implications, but almost more, like, the m- emotional and mental implications on our little Akatar friends from finding out that they are in hell. Like, they are hell. Mm. Because they, like, from what we've gathered from Akatar, it's not like they think they're, you know. No. They don't know they're in hell if they're hell. Which I just can't imagine, because the princes of the pit rule hell. Like, so they obviously, there's, I don't know. It just doesn't check out with the yeah. facts that we have. But you know, these books are wild. SGM could really throw us for a curveball. She could. Next theory. Is that Bryce and Azriel are mates. It's not the worst theory <laughs> I've ever heard! I don't like it. I know you don't. I wrote, no, simply no. I do not accept this. Those are my but thoughts. why? Because Hunt is her true love. He is her mate. And i believe that in my soul well lyria was rowan's true mate too he thought okay look i think that they're mates look i'm not saying that i'm anti bryson hunt or that i'm pro I think you Bry- are i'm not and <laughs> I i'm not are. specifically pro bryce naz i'm just saying that we have seen mates be faked before. I know. And I don't think that we should count out the possibility that it could happen again. I know. What would the little Ariel and Gwenriel shippers do? I think they lose their goddamn minds. <laughs> <laughs> All the ship wars for naught. Yeah. But it is kind of interesting that, wait, wait, at this point, hold on. I think I actually do need to bring in the theory that I texted you. That I said I wasn't going to bring up because I thought it was so stupid. I didn't think it was that bad, but you started off, you're like, I'm going to text you this because it's so dumb. When I read it, I was like, meh. So, okay. This says that Gwen has light powers, coppery hair, and works in a library. Asriel's a shadow singer. Rune is somewhat a shadow singer, according to this Reddit post. Mm -hmm. And Bryce has the gift of light red hair and works in a gallery with a secret library. And they're both the ch- child children of the autumn king. Mm-hmm. And Gwen's grandmother had an affair with a member of the Autumn Court in mm-hmm. Prithian. So basically this person is saying, what if Gwen and Azriel are endgame and then R- Rune and Bryce are their descendants. Yeah. But I think that goes towards like fucking up with the time timeline. Lines. Unless the timeline is linear rather than like a nonlinear. Yeah, nonlinear linear. Yeah. Like a past, present, future kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't really like it. I think I like our conception of the timeline. I, could I do say too. that I think right. it makes the most sense. Yeah, but no, I follow. So that would that would change the timeline for the purposes of the multiverse. I think that the stacked linear timeline makes the most sense. I think it's more effective in a literary format too. Like right. that you could have all three characters or all three sets of. Book characters like come together, right? And they all exist in the same timeline. I agree. The next, oh, that why do I have to read it's this just, one? It's just the way the characters did felt. This on purpose. I, you asked me to start. I should have counted. <laughs> this is one of my least favorite theories in existence. <laughs> this is an evil Reese theory. <laughs> And it basically says that Reese has been mind-controlling everyone this entire time and, like, manipulating them into, like, just, like, loving him and, like, doing what he says and, like, all this stuff. And that their entire, like, life in the inner circle is just... A sham. A sham. And Reese is mind-controlling everyone. I hate it so much. It makes me so angry. I don't agree. (laughs) I wrote... He he, this is so silly, but some people are so ready for Evil Reese, but I don't think that this is possible. I, if Evil Reese is a thing, I know, I'm going to lose my mind. I, yeah, I, again, don't agree with it. I don't, he is the most powerful, blah, 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 blah. but at the same time, what was that? <laughs> but at the same time, I don't think he has the the necessary skill to pull this off. And it doesn't for hundreds of years. Yeah, from- and it doesn't make sense for the rest of the SJM books, like it it doesn't track. It also doesn't track with him getting kidnapped by Amarantha and, like, yeah. all this stuff. I don't know. Like, if he was mind-controlling everyone... Like, like half the shit wouldn't have seen- happened. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know. If... Maybe he doesn't actually love Pharaoh if he's evil Reese and... Yeah. But, like, why would he almost let Pharaoh die? I don't yeah. know. If he's that powerful and he could just mind-control everyone. And that he was gonna sacrifice himself to save the cauldron, you yeah. know? Unless he just made everyone think that, and he wasn't actually going to. Oh, so you like this theory. Now. No, I'm just <laughs> saying. Okay. It's actually my least favorite theory in existence, and I hate it, and every time I see a TikTok about it, I scroll away, and when you send them to me, I don't watch them. Whoa. And we actually just recently made the and TikTok. published a TikTok about how much I hate the evil Reese theory. I think we all need to remember that Reese is a deeply morally gray character. But he's not evil. Yes. Yes. A morally gray man does not an evil one make. Yes! Just he can because still do bad things. He makes morally gray choices doesn't mean he's on the track to become the villain. I know, I know. Okay, next theory, which you've said this before. I think we, I think I brought it up in our last episode, not knowing that it was written out for this episode. Well, you're seeing it again. Uh, Is that Amryn modeled her fay form off of Fury. I personally, think it's more likely that they're the same type of magical being, but they're both very powerful, and they just got separated from each other. But the thing is... You don't think Fury's that old. No, and I that. also, like, Amryn's form, like, the form that she took isn't because of what she is. That's true. It's like, she was like, hmm, this girl's pretty. They talk and, about, like, like, she, like, stole her body, right? I don't think she's st- I don't remember if she stole a body like the Valg do. What if she's Valg? I have been saying for a long time that I thought Amryn could be Valg. Ooh. I have always thought that Amryn was Valg. But her powers that she shows in It doesn't seem Wings like and Ruin. The Valg. Yeah, not the Valg. I always get Wings and Ruin and missed it. I cannot remember which of this one. Which How title do is not which remember. Them? I know the events that happen in them. I just cannot remember which title is the third book and which title is the do you second want a, book. Do you want a helpful reminder? Mm-hmm. Wings and Ruin spells war. Oh, okay. So it's the third book, because so that's the book they fight the war in. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. But I think that it would, like, the idea that they, are, they look the same because they're the same type of creature, mm-hmm. that doesn't track with me because they were separated into different worlds and what are the odds that they would both take the form of like a very similar looking person. It's true. Unless. Unless. That was the form of someone they saw when they were together pre-separation. Maybe, but I don't know. It's, it feels too coincidental that they look so similar. That's why I think that maybe Amryn modeled her fey form off of fury. Yeah. Because you said that maybe, like, Fury encountered her at some point in Twirithian. Right. Like, yeah. Fury seems to know a lot of shit, too. Fury is a questionable character. I have a lot of questions about have her. Have you heard this theory that there's, um... And I would have to go back and reread this part of the first Akatar book. But the merchant that Feyre encounters... You talked about this before. Or not the merchant, the mercenary that Feyre encounters in the village when she goes to sell the wolf hide some people think that it's fury oh but i would need to i would need to go back and, and read the description it. yeah because if it like obviously if the description's off it's not fury but like yeah. i don't know some people think that it could have been fury hmm. which would be interesting and then that also seems to track though with the fact that fury has been coming to prithian yeah which means maybe at some point point. Then again amran's so old fury would have to be that old too But she could be. I mean, I guess. Maybe not as old as Amarin, but... The thing is, though, that means Fury would also have to speak the language in Perithian. Which is not inconceivable. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know that much about her. She's skeevy. And we know that she's been to the Crystal Palace a bunch. I mean, she could be working with the Asteri. Yeah. This is going off on a little tangent about Fury. I am kind of interested to see if she's going to be a double agent. Mm. yeah like she seems kind of anti-astery the way we've seen her presented but like i think she could be related to the estuary i feel like she could be spying on bryce yeah and like that would be a twist you that would be so bad for bryce first of all like yeah first of all danica gets murdered and then you find out all this shit that you didn't know about her she basically yeah. has this whole other life and a mate and all this shit that you don't know about But also, your other friend, of which you only had three to begin with, one's dead, and now another one's a spy? And she's dating your other best friend? And is spying on you for the Asteri? Yeah. But Amrit did go during the the fight with Micah. Like, she did help Fury, you mean? Yeah, sorry. Oh. Words. Fury did go back to help Bryce, like, during the fight with Micah. Yeah, but I'm just saying I think, activity I just think if I was SJM that would be kind of a fun plot twist to write. Yeah. We know very little about mm-hmm. her. I also this I think maybe we talked about it in one of our earlier episodes. Mm-hmm. But the theory of her and amarin like somehow being related because they look alike is one that I was not aware of for a long time because yes. you shouldn't think they looked alike. No, because Like in my mind, Amaran looks like a small Asian woman, which Mm -hmm. is, I think, kind of what her description is like. Yeah. But I apparently didn't read Fury's description closely enough, because I always imagined her as having red hair, Mm -hmm. and I honestly think it's because her name is Fury. Yes, we had this exact conversation. Okay, I hope it was not recorded, or if it was, that you didn't remember. You guys don't remember it, but like, I really just think my brain was like Fury, red, fire, fire, (laughs) anger. Yeah. And I just didn't actually read oh, yes. any description of what she looked like. Shocking. Yeah, I know. You and your made up character description. Hey, what does Cormac look like to you while we're on the topic? Uh pretty blonde boy. Okay, good, good. Yeah, like Prince Charming. Prince Charming. I like it. I like yeah. it. What's the the energy? Okay. Next theory. Actually, this is yours to read. Oh, thanks. This is the Reese and the Autumn King are gonna talk to each other through their space models. Yeah and we know the astronomer had a vision of this in the mystic palace a version yeah. i was so confused when i read your note i was like what is this it's vision? a version he had a, a ver like a a version on the wall not like a physical okay model. the astronomer had a version of this space thing on his wall in the mystic's palace mm-hmm. so maybe the mystic wolf will have some kind of knowledge about how to use it yeah um or could use it like with her mysticky power mm-hmm. And they can use it to figure out where Bryce is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then maybe this is how Ethan and Therian can reach Bryce, either through the Autumn King or the Wolf Mystic. I also, I want to pause for a minute. This is another theory I saw and didn't say anything about. Okay. Some people are saying, and I would have to go back and look at the ep- or at the last chapter of Crescent City 2 again, mm-hmm. that Elaine is the one that's not in the room. Mm. Um, Asriel brings Bryce in. And that Bryce says something about smelling like, bread and roses mm-hmm. which seems to be a scent that would like track with elaine I mean, because she likes to bake yeah with new and sarah Duin and she likes to garden yeah and so there's a theory that maybe elaine somehow like swapped with bryce and oh. that elaine has been sent to midgard hmm. but i also think it's interesting because to me the mystic's power is really similar to elaine's seer power yeah the mystics have maybe more because of the advanced technology maybe have a more refined ability right and probably have been using it a little bit longer than elaine yeah i recently got one of our friends hooked on actar and i had a conversation with her this is she was like in the middle of reading actor and we were talking about it and she was like yeah you know elaine's ability and you and i are not the biggest fans of elaine no but she sees much promise in elaine oh that's so sweet (laughs) and she was basically saying like yeah i think elaine's gonna have these really big powers like she obviously has more power than she's letting on Yes, and that because she's like still traumatized in this point of the book she doesn't fully understand her powers but that she's gonna have an equivalent amount of power to nesta because they are both cauldron made and she was like going on and on about elaine i'm like i have not thought this deeply about elaine but i like these points i mean she making. has good points about the fact that they're both cauldron maids theoretically now nesta did and i don't know if our friend yes yeah, she had not gotten to silver Climb. okay or, well she had a red silver plan so right you're we talking about this yeah because you find out that nesta really like took from the cauldron, yeah. but i i mean i definitely think especially after having just reread them that elaine Is hiding something that she definitely knows more than she's letting on has more power than she's letting on i think partially at first due to trauma but also i don't know in silver flame she's just kind of skeevy she's sketchy and maybe it's because we're getting it through nesta's point of yeah nesta's pissed at her yeah but like she just seems to have her own agenda Mm -hmm. and no one's really checking in on her return to evil elaine i love this theory we've talked about it before yeah and it's on this list just later down but we're moving it up but i know we talked about it in our specifically akatar theories episode a couple weeks ago but i just really love the evil line theory it could change so much especially for this book if she gets swapped right and she's evil whoa bad i don't necessarily think that she may have traded places with bryce but i think her power is going to be uniquely her and nesta's power is going to be important in figuring this out because if nesta doesn't still have her like full command of her power but the cauldron always answers to nesta or not the cauldron the dread trove always answers to nesta and if the horn is potentially the fourth object of the trove what does that mean for her like how can she wield bryce as a weapon maybe like maybe she can pass her power through like if bryce is a conduit in this way, where, like, you know, when Hunt sends his power through her, if Nesta can send some of the cauldron's power through the horn through Bryce, wild. Yeah. But if e- Elaine is evil... She could be working against them. Yeah. But also, I think we have to roll back to how does, um, Koschei come into all of this. Mm, that's Because I think most of the evil Elaine theories have to do with Koschei. Yeah, and that's another question that I don't think we really talked about in the last episode. Is like, how is this going to delay the, uh, like, plot problems in the Akatar universe? Right, because- Because Cochet is the next- What if Koshe is, like, also in league with, like, the Valve and the Assyri? All the bad guys just, like, get together for a meeting? No. I don't know. I don't- I'm not a villain. I don't know if these things work. This next one- is yours to read, and actually... I thought you were gonna just take my place. No. I actually was just excited for you to read it, because this actually is one that you came up with. It was, actually. That's true. What if Aelin is sending the word hounds, when she sends the word hounds through the gates, they're actually the demons that are coming into the Crescent City world, and those are the demons that Hunt is fighting. It's kind of a stretch. It's just a fun thought. I think the only qualm that I have with it Mm -hmm. is how, like, the Prince of Hell in the equation. Like, they're involved. Yeah, but Hunt's been fighting demons for a long time. That's true. Not necessarily the demons that are happening in Crescent City. That's true. Because we know Mike is the one who's sending the demon in CC1. The next one is more <laughs> of, like, a one-word question. One-hit wonder. One-hit wonder. Vaughn, question mark. Um, Vaughn So is many questions. A member of the cadre from Throne of Glass, but, like, for the entire Throne of Glass series, he's like be bopping off, like not with the rest of the cadre, and we don't know anything about him. We've I'm, never met him. I'm on his Throne of Glass wiki. Apparently, he's an osprey, species fae, Literally everything else unknown. Beautiful. Yeah, like we know nothing. Also, do you think he knows that like Mave is dead? Do you think I he don't didn't feel know. it. He's no, he's got a, the, like, bo- the bond. Yeah. I feel like he might be important. I don't know. If all the. Yeah. If Tog is involved and all the universes are like colliding or whatever, it's like that's so sweet life of Hannah Montana, but for the SJM books. Yeah, apparently he's. I a, just feel like he would come back up. He makes a quick appearance in Air of Fire. So when she's on her way toward Mistward. Mm. I don't know. We just. We know so little about yeah. him. Yeah. And I feel like that. Could be important. This is as Kingdom of Ash. Vaughn again, does not physically make an appearance. However, the characters do wonder what he's up to and whether or not he's staying away on purpose. What's the next theory? Um, This theory is that Aelin may have sent the gods in Kingdom of Ash into Hell, which we knew that the Assyria were fighting for at one point. Can you this... refine that a little bit? you confused me. Okay, I... This is a part of Kingdom of Ash. is very confusing to me. Mm-hmm. But... Correct me if I'm wrong. When Aelin is falling through the world, or right before she does, she sees the gods. Mm-hmm. And part of her fight is that she has to like fully banish them.
1: And they abandon
0: in... her, though. I thought. I don't. I really don't know. I mean, maybe. Yeah. I haven't read the book in almost a year. Yeah. But people think that in her fight with the gods, she sends them through a war gate into hell. That's a theory. That's where they end up. Okay. But, again, if the timeline is the way we described it in the last episode, where it's, like, kind of concurrent, it doesn't make sense that the Asteri would have fought in hell, which was- that was happening 15,000 years ago. Right. When Aelin sent the gods into hell. Right. I agree. Yeah. This is a theory that I have seen on the Tickety Talk. Mm -hmm. And I think that it- could track with some things that I have said earlier in the episode, I don't know. and there's a theory. I I've, I've only really seen one TikTok about it, so like, I don't know how far one TikTok is of a not theory a theory. Is. But yeah, Emma's rule is actually two TikToks. Yes. A theory makes mm-hmm. but, any gossip, anything you need at least two TikToks. But there's an idea that maybe characters could have different mates in different worlds, which I guess is how Bryce gonna be mates with Hun and Asriel. What a thruple! <laughs> I Ooh. mean, and then you throw Elaine and Gwen into the mix. Oh boy, that's a quintuple. <laughs> I just add me into it. We can make it a sextuple. <laughs> <laughs> the play on words was intended. I know. <laughs> Finish your thought. Um, yeah. So this, I think, this goes against the theory that we talked about about Starfall last week.
1: Of I like, love
0: that idea. I do too or I guess it wasn't a theory of Starfall, but, like, in that same, Let's remind the people. It was basically that your mate is always your mate, mm-hmm. and that your first light and second light are kind of, like, your ability to find your mate in the next mm-hmm. universe, or next life, kind of like what Cassian says to Nesta. And, heart. that's, like, when the stars are making the passage at Starfall, mm-hmm. it's, like, the soul's, souls moving yeah. on to, like, the next world to mm-hmm. find, and, like, that's soul deep connection. Yes, that yeah. helps you find your mate in any like universe or mm-hmm. whatever that you're you're a part of. But because the Asteri have been munching on first and second light, they're fucking that up, throwing off the system. It doesn't really sound like an SJM thing to do. No, but, it but, sounds too messy for her perfect couples. I mean, what if you've already mated, but then like before in the before times when people had the in ability the times. to cross between worlds, your mate might be in a different world. You think maybe that's why Astral doesn't have a mate yet? Or a sad, sad King. <laughs> don't worry, Astral. I'll come help you. Someone will be your mate. I'll take care of you. Yeah, it's just complicated. It does seem complicated. Yeah. And our true love queen, Sarah, might not vibe. No, I don't think that I necessarily vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, this is a theory that I really like personally. I don't like it. But I do think it calls into question the timeline of events that we have previously established. Um, But this theory is that Aelin, or that Lydia, is Aelin and Rowan's daughter. I just... (laughs) Give the people the the reasoning. So Lydia in... I don't know if it's... I think it's in Crescent City, too, uh, is described as wearing this, like, ornate necklace collar like choker type necklace but she also is described as wearing a ruby ring and hunt makes the comment that it's a a display of her like familial and personal wealth but we know that rowan wears a ruby ring in throne of the throne of glass series which like again that's a loose connection Mm -hmm. but it's interesting to that they both wear a ruby ring and she could have features of the two of them, but we do know that Lydia is a deer shifter, mm-hmm. and so it doesn't make sense. She's also the witch, the former witch queen's daughter. Daughter, yeah. Again, I don't think it makes sense. But it could go along with her double agentness that she was, like, sent, like, Aelin and Rowan sent her through the portal, or through a word gate to be in crescent city to like monitor and that aelin it kind of goes into a th- larger theory that if throne of glass happened earlier than we think it did aelin has been using the word gates and portals to like keep tabs on other mm-hmm. um and that aelin knows more about the multiverse yeah. than the entire throne of glass series led on yeah okay We want to do the next theory oh yeah it's, it's another little turn. crossover theory so this one is a theory and I'll have you explain it a little bit more, because when you explained it to me, it made more sense. But mm-hmm. the theory is that Danica is related to Fendris from, mm-hmm. or Fendris from Throne of Glass. Or that he's her... aunt. I mean, if he's her ancestor, they are related. Yeah. But, like, they're either more closely related or that he's her ancestor. Yeah. And you said something about, like, his name's Fenris And her last name's Fendir. Right. And they're spelled very similarly. They are. And... His, like, animal form is a wolf. Wolf. And we know that the Throne of Glass shifters, or we know that Danica's lineage and the wolf shifter lineage came from a different universe. That people speculate is the same universe as Throne of Glass. Yes. They would, I mean, if the timelines are stacked the way we think that they are, they would have to be very distant relatives. Yes. Like, they would have a common ancestor. Ancestor, yes. As opposed to him being her ancestor or them being closely related. Yeah. Isn't his last name, like, Moonbeam, though? Yeah. And there's Moonwood. Ooh! Where the shifters live. Maybe they don't have a common ancestor. It's just an association between, like, wolves and moons. Moonbeam is such a random-ass last name. Okay, next theory. I saw this on Reddit. Is that Amryn is related to Hunt. Oh, yeah. I so- showed you this one. I... The theory is that Amryn either was slash is an angel and that there's a scene in one of the Ektar books where her eyes are described as being leashed lightning. Right. Which I think that might just be a state of her, like, fury kind yeah. of description. But we know Hunt is not as he seems as an angel. And Amryn like, when she emerges... From her, like, trapped fae form. Is her, in her description, is it she more described as, like, fiery? I kind of imagined her like a phoenix. Yeah, that's how I imagined her as well. Almost more like pure light. It's like, mm-hmm. not like a physical, like, bird, but like a bird-shaped light. Light. Streaking across the sky. Yeah. Like a streak of lightning, perhaps. Ooh. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. That was my lightning noise. Mm-hmm. So accurate. Is that not what you heard when it stormed this week? Human pew. And pew. <laughs> oh man, do you see that wicked lightning? No, I don't see anything. Ka-chow. Oh. Are you okay? Ka-chow. ka uh, This has been the second time Lightning McQueen has come up in these episodes. Okay, moving on. Um, I propose that we start calling Hunt Lightning McQueen. No. Ka-chow. Ka-chow. <laughs> Is Bryce Mader? <laughs> no, I think she's Sally. I don't know who's Sally. Sally was the hot girl car. I don't remember. Okay. I'm not intimately familiar <laughs> with the Cars universe. I watched it like two years ago. I know you did. Okay, this next theory. I think if anyone's- <laughs> Ma- Jesus, Sorry, right. <laughs> last point. If anyone's made her, it's either <laughs> Rune or <laughs> Ethan. <laughs> it's totally easy <laughs> I thought it's totally easy uh, okay this next theory is that Meryl and Jessica are connected or that they are the same person you took my theory <laughs> it was my turn no no you continue you continue um, apparently they have similar physical descriptions I would need to go back to the text yeah. and see this for myself I don't really remember what Meryl's described as no because Meryl, in her research in the library, is trying to understand worlds beyond their own. Yeah, like, that's something that Gwen. And, Meryl's real into the multiverse. Gwen and uh, Nesta have a conversation about, and we know that Jessica was a priestess of some sort, and or maybe a witch? Question She's mark. A witch. Yeah, and that she left the coven, slash, also was like forced out of it. Now here's my thing. Mm-hmm. Meryl's doing a lot of research about the multiverse. Mm-hmm. If the universes are happening on the timeline that we think, Mm -hmm. and they're the same person, she wouldn't have to be doing all that research on the multiverse. She would know the multiverse exists. I know. I know. Again, these are theories from the internet. I'm I'm just, I'm pointing out the flaws. Okay, I'm glad you're always the Debbie Downer here. Thank you. It's kind of my job. I am intrigued to learn more about Jessup in the next books, because I think- She has been an important player, but also a very... Mysterious player? Yes, exactly. I saw another theory on a similar Reddit post that thought that Jessaba is, or was a descendant of Manon, or one of, like, the witch covens. I don't... Yeah. I don't like it. I know. I know. You don't like any of my theories. What's new? Why don't you read the next two to make up for your absence? Thanks, since you so rudely took my place. Hmm. So... Some people think that the Mystery Gang is going to try... A.K.A. the only parts of the Mystery Gang that are still alive, which right now is just Ethan and Therian and potentially Hunt and Rune. I guess Bryce is still alive, just not in this universe. No. That the Mystery Gang is going to try and communicate with Sophie through Hypaxia's necromancy powers. I like this. I also put this on here. I know. Here's my only... If they're going to communicate with Sophie, why wouldn't they just communicate with Danica? Is it because Danica's soul is gone? Yeah, I think she's, okay. like, gone, gone. But do you think the Asteria could try and eat Sophie's soul to, like, prevent them from doing so? Do you think the Asteria can specifically tell whose second light they're munching on? It seems like the Underking could. Hmm, you make a good point. Hmm, interesting. I just don't know that the Asteria is intimately familiar with the second light and the souls as the under king is is kind of a yeah. forte maybe they could theoretically munch on sophie's soul yes yeah, thank you specifically sophie's specifically do you think they'd have to like sort like the under king would be like oh it's so processing hold on i am got to find it. <laughs> some red tape has held it up <laughs> i've lost the file i can't remember where she is the hard drive crashed when that kid's lightning came through. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha.
1: <laughs> okay, next theory. This
0: one? <laughs> this one is kind of a popular one. I think it's interesting. I like it. So the Amaran is the seventh is theory, That the one that's missing or dead. I don't have any supporting points. I'm sure we could find them. I'm sure we could too. You could also find them. like I said, quite a popular theory. Yeah you were talking about me and I was like I just said that I could find them <laughs> I bet you could find them <laughs> I, I don't really have much to say about it she's skeevy they're skeevy yeah she drinks blood also she's been around for more than 15,000 years yeah I guess and she remembers thing, that time when the Asteri if we think the Asteri are also the, the Dablin she remembers that time because that's the time before she went into the prison but why would they imprison her right also, if she is talking about remembering the Daglin and the Daglin or the Asteri, those are just her people. We do know that Regulus said something, your favorite man. Regulus. Uh, Regulus said something about how they lost their brethren. So what if when they came to Midgard, there were only the seven of them left and they thought that Amryn was dead? Maybe. Because she went into the prison? But wouldn't she still know that they were her people? But if she doesn't know that they exist. I'm confused. Because. Or maybe she thinks that all of them are dead. But why would she talk about the Daglan in such a removed way without. That's true. Unless she's trying to hide the fact that she yep. is. Okay. Because the Daglan are not positively remembered in Perthian history. No, they're not. Again, Amrin shady character. She is. I don't like Amrin. I think I've said it. Maybe that's why she wants Reese to be the High King. Maybe. Maybe she likes the control she has over Reese, too. Yeah. Because, I mean, Reese takes Amaranth's opinion into high. She's the second in command. Yeah. Yeah. What if she needs first or second light or first light? What if Amaranth's the one munching up Starfall? Maybe. Mmm. Souls. Okay, this next theory is that <laughs> Jessica is Hunt's mom and that she was in a relationship with the King of Hell. Not necessarily that the King of Hell is Hunt's father, but that Jessica was in a relationship with the King of Hell. I still stand by the theory that Thur is Hunt's father. Yeah. Again, we don't know a bunch of, a lot about Hunt. And Except that we're getting hints that something's shady. Something shady, and there's the epilogue of CC1 where Adis and Jessica are talking to each other. And they're like, oh well, you know, what would Hunt's dad think about this? Implying that they both know him. Yes. But Jessica knows him better. I bet if she was his if she was Hunt's mom, she would yeah. know Hunt's dad better than Adis. Because Hunt Hunt's mom, or at least who he thought was his mom, died before the events of CC one take place, like pretty far before the events of CC one. Mm-hmm. But that's not necessarily his biological mother. Yeah. He could have been adopted. Yeah or placed somewhere like a changeling <laughs> what okay yeah sure okay would you like to do the next theory well oh, thank you for thinking of me you're welcome okay this one this is another one i have qualms with mm-hmm. this is that reese and rune are actually the same person and they've been using the space-time continuum magic to make it happen that was a direct quote from the reddit post I don't like this either. I think it's just an interesting thought. First of all, let me just say that anytime someone talks about the space-time continuum, <laughs> I feel like I'm in like Back to the Future, like- <laughs> Too sci-fi for your brain. Now, I have a question for you as a scientist. <laughs> okay. Is the space-time continuum like actually a phrase that people use? I'm not a physicist. But, but like, you know it's science. It's a thing, yeah. So it's, it's like a legit, legit theory. Thing. It's not like yeah. a sci-fi no. thing? No. Okay. Because is it still like a solid theory? Is it like a theory in the '80s and then became a sci-fi movie thing and then it was debunked? No, it's a real thing. If you think about three-dimensional space, time is the fourth dimension. If you're like in the universe, time is the fourth dimension. So theoretically, you could travel in time because it's a dimension of the universe. What the fuck? Okay. Well, I'm not actually going to. Pontificate on this part too much longer. I would really like to get back to the fact that Rune and Reese are the same person and that they've been using magic in this space time continuum to make that happen. I think that that. I can't recover. I think that that really had some weird implications. Yes. Um, first of all, how does Reese keep changing his hair? <laughs> Second of all, why hasn't Favor seen the lip ring? I think she'd like it. of tattoos <laughs> in Look. different places Reese is a shifter he can shift he has a beast form he's not like a but he can hide his wings he could glamour himself I guess. do you think his true form is Reese a rune I don't know and <laughs> moreover what does this mean about the fact that he's fathered a child with Feyre I feel like that complicates things if he's also if Lydia's fucking Olivia on the mine bridge Again, I think this is a bad theory, but I wanted to put it in your I think because there's a lot of to be weird implications. Yeah, yeah. The haircut, <laughs> the lip ring. Also, it would be kind of gross because, I mean, like, Rune's having some hookups. Good for him, but like at the same time, it's supposed to be when Reese is like all like lovey-dovey playing house husband with Feyre. House husband, and then he goes. And it's like having this like girl sit on his face in the first in chapter oh, three That's of exactly CC two with his lip ring that Feyre has never seen before. <clears throat> the eyebrow piercing, that also would have to go. Yes, but he could glamour himself. That's what but I'm why saying. Why would he? It's not like anyone else knows about the multiverse. I don't do the do the Acatar people have piercings? Like does Pharaoh wear earrings? I think so. I don't know. What if his room form isn't his OG form, and he goes there and decides to have piercings? Like, why not just look like him? I don't know. Again, this wasn't my idea. It wasn't mine. Okay. Next theory is Evil Lane, which we've already talked about. So is this where your theory comes in? This is where the theory that I didn't want you to read comes in. This theory is that Azrael and Ethan are mates. What? I don't know. What? And someone commented on the Reddit, like, someone, the Reddit post was like, your most unhinged, like, Mm present city theories, whatever. And someone commented this, and someone commented underneath it and was like, my guy. Literally, what the fuck? Literally, what the fuck? where did you get, what? What? Azrael is forever gonna be in these ship wars. Ethan, Eris, Gwen, Elaine, Bryce. Zoe. (laughs) Amryn next oh god don't say that i think varian would be upset oh, about that i forgot about varian no simply no Asriel and ethan though. i feel can the, the wolves even have mates right or uh danica's mate is baxian that's true hunt or ethan i cannot get my character straight i not think a sass me th- maybe you should check yourself that on. azrael and ethan are mates ma'am i don't either i just just unhinged I just want Astro to have a happy boy moment. That's true. (laughs) I don't care who he's with. I just want him to be happy. (laughs) Okay, that's the end of the episode, folks. Um, do you have anything else you'd like to add? Sorry that my exams are making us disappear for a few weeks. What's new? We will have some non-SJM-related content on the horizon. Uh, I would like to do a Daisy Jones in the 6th episode. I was going to suggest a Daisy Jones in the 6th episode. Um... It has consumed my entire being for the past, like, month and a half. That's all she wrote, folks. Wish me luck. Bye, friends. Bye, I'll see you on the other side of 2L.